When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And you might hear a low hum, and that is the air conditioner because it's, you know, 107 degrees at 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night, excuse me, on a Thursday in Arizona, and it is miserable outside. I really do not like August and September. July stinks too, but I really don't like August and September. They're not fun months in Arizona, if I'm being honest. Let's jump into it. I have some things that I like. And some of these things are for children and some of them are for adults. First, uh, these are books. I read a book recently called Circe by Madeline Miller. And it's about the Greek god Circe. And I thought this was going to be a book about war and fighting and, you know, all the crazy things Greek gods got up to. It's not. It's about a Greek goddess, kind of a lesser goddess that gets sent to an island and she has casual encounters. Not That's not a dirty thing, <laughs> but she has casual encounters with famous people from history. And But it's an interesting book. I really enjoyed it. I was all set for one thing in my head and it turned out to be something completely different, but I really enjoyed it. It was really good. I'll put a link in the show notes. The other thing is for Everywhere by Stephen Burns, Stephen Drozd, and Gabe Sorora. This is a really good book. It's for children. It's about a unicorn that wants to join a band. It's the last unicorn. His name is Mutt, I think. Anyway, my kids love this book. We're going through it right now. They're having a lot of fun with it. Got it on Audible, and uh, they're enjoying listening to, listening to it in the car. Put a link to that in the show notes. And the final book is called Zero G by Dan Wells. This is a great book about a little, uh, maybe a nine or 10 year old kid who is going into space with his family and they get in these stasis pods and then he wakes up and there's space pirates. Now my kids are six, almost seven. And there were some parts that kind of scared them a little bit, but by and large, they really enjoyed the book. It's great. Those are some recommendations I'll put in the show notes. Hope you like them. If you have young kids, Another thing that I like is August 5th was our three-year anniversary of Kilowatt. I completely forgot. Hooray, three years. Three years of doing this show. 157 episodes, 160 if you include the bonus episodes. Uh, This week, 
is kind of a slow week for news. The Patreon supporters, you're going to get two additional stories. One's comparing private jet versus commercial jet CO2 emission. And then we're going to talk about the Tesla and Walmart lawsuit. So if you want to become a Patreon supporter and support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com. All right, here we go. And if you support the show at the dollar level, I will send you a sticker. If you support the show at the $5 level, you'll get membership into the Patreon Slack. And for both tiers, you get the extended show. So a little extra for your money there. In the kilobit section from Fred Lambert, Hyundai teased their latest EV. It's a picture that shows the back of a car. And the overall appearance of this, the back of the car kind of looks like a sporty, futuristic car from the 1970s. If you were to watch a sci-fi movie... One in particular that happens to have Gene Simmons as the bad guy. I can't remember what that movie's called. If you do, email me, Bodie at 918digital.com. Anyway, it kind of looked like cars from that time. This was a movie that was made in the 80s, and they're like, this is what the cars in the 2000s are going to look like. That's what the teaser photo looked like. I'm being very esoteric here. We'll know more next month at the Frankfurt Motor Show. I'm kind of excited about this. Next one, Inside EVs, Mark Kane. Neo, again, a company that I've invested in and so far I've lost money on, is tightening up its finances. We've talked about them closing down offices in the U.S. and other cost-cutting measures over the last few weeks. Now they're cutting the workforce by 10%. So they're going from 9,800 to 8,800. Still a pretty large workforce and still a pretty large company. Neo has some cool-looking vehicles and technology so if so, if the worst happens, I think they'll get acquired rather than closed down altogether. But that will only happen if things get really bad because their owner is a billionaire. However, you know, co-founders have left and other executives have left. I'm really pulling for Neo, not just because I have money involved, but because I think they're a cool company. Our next story, again, from Insight EV's Mark Kane. The Porsche Taycan will be the first vehicle with Apple Music built in. Now, I'm not talking about CarPlay, where you connect your phone to the infotainment system, and then you can play music from your phone. This will actually play the music from the car. You don't need your phone at all. Taycan owners will get up to six months of Apple Music for free. And we also got a sneak peek at the Taycan's dashboard. And from what I saw in the sneak peek picture, it was kind of, eh, kind of a blah pick. Not really exciting. Now, I have an update. Right before recording this show, I checked the news like I normally do. And there's an updated picture of the Porsche's interior. Like if you're looking at it from the back seat, if you're sitting in the middle of the back seat, you can see the dash and everything that's on there. It's It looks really nice, very futuristic. I take back my eh, because I was very impressed. If you're looking at the steering wheel, behind the steering wheel is the digital instrument cluster. Very nice looking. There's a digital infotainment system to the right of that where the radio would normally be found. And then for the passenger, and this is really cool, there's a display for the passenger that looks like it has three little sections. So I'm assuming that the passenger can customize these three sections. On the section to the left, it showed like a hands-free calling type screen. And then it had some of the information on the stereo on that screen and then it had the maps so it looks like it would be really easy for the passenger to help out the driver 
while the car's in motion. And here's why that's really cool to me anyway. If I'm driving in my Chrysler minivan, the Pacifica, and my wife wants to put in an address, I actually have to pull over and stop the car for her to enter that into the navigation system. If Porsche did this and they did it right, the passenger could just use their little screen, enter in all that information. The driver is not bothered or distracted, and you don't have to pull over to put that new information in, which doesn't sound like much, but it is a big pain in the rear end, especially when you're on a long trip. The Taycan also has a screen on the console similar to the Model S and the Model X, and it looks like that's just kind of like repetitive, like you can get the same information that you can on the infotainment system, or you can, you know, pull up the climate controls. It looks like that's just a redundant screen. We'll find out more on September 4th. And then there's a fancy dial to change from drive reverse to neutral, that kind of thing is just below that console. Looks pretty cool. Our next story comes from Autoblog, Ronan Glon. When Ford invested in Rivion, we all kind of thought that that was going to lead to an electric F-150. Recently, a Ford executive kind of threw some cold water on that theory, but he did give some hints, and it sounds like Ford may be working on an SUV or crossover with Rivion. Now, I'm seeing this being reported as fact, and it's not. It's all guesswork, because the gentleman that said this, the Ford executive, did not give any specifics. At first, I was all over a Rivion-powered F-150, but the more I thought about it, and I continue to think about it, it doesn't make sense for Rivion. I'm not sure that Rivion wants to give Ford, the dominant automaker in the category of trucks, a leg up on their EV pickup efforts. That would be tantamount to digging your own grave. I don't think Rivian wants to do that. Inside EV, Stephen Loveday, Tesla released an over-the-air update to improve the air suspension system on the Raven Model S and X. That's, those are the latest models. The update improves suspension dampening when traveling at over 100 miles an hour or 160 kilometers an hour. I've been waiting for Tesla to address this issue. When these Tesla Model X and Model S drivers are out there endangering their fellow citizens on public roads, not only will they be driving really fast, but they'll be driving really fast in comfort. And that is really important when you're endangering all those people's lives that you're comfortable. I'm only partially kidding on this. I know there are private tracks where owners can drive their vehicles as fast as they want. There's a motor club in Maricopa, Arizona that has a private track. You can't see it. It's got fences and a blue tarp and you can't see inside to keep the riffraff out. But it's really fancy. If you look it up, it's called Apex Motor Club. They have car condos. I'm using air quotes, car condos that start at $315,000 for a 1,200-square-foot condo and a 600-square-foot mezzanine. So it's just a, a really cool place to park your expensive car, I guess. Our next story comes from Desha J. Ferris at Teslarati. Norway has seen a 95% decline in diesel-powered vehicles since 2013. Hmm, what happened in 2013? Well... Tesla and eventually other automakers started selling compelling EVs. Gasoline power vehicles dropped 55%, 55% excuse me, in the first six months of 2019. Now, in 2019, Tesla had 13.5% of new vehicle sales. 
Tesla sold more than 40,000 vehicles in June. That that seems like a really high number. 40,000 vehicles in June in Norway. 70% of those were Model 3. Norway has made a commitment to reduce its dependence on oil and ban fossil fuel vehicles by 2025. Great work, Norway. If you're from Norway and you want to tell me what you think about this story, email me, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. I would appreciate your thoughts. Our next story comes from Fred Lambert. Tesla has launched a solar rental service. And to clarify, this is not a lease. You do not have a contract. Like I have a contract lease with Tesla for my solar panels. This is not that. When you decide you don't want the solar panels on your house anymore, no problem. Pay Tesla $1,500 and they'll remove the system. So this is how it works. First, you got to kind of figure out which system is best for you. So if you have a 1,000 to 2,000 square foot home, you're looking at a 3.8 kilowatt system, which produces 16 to 19 kilowatt hours per day. That's $50 a month. If you were to buy it, that would cost you $10,070. For a two to 3,000 square foot home, you're looking at a 7.6 kilowatt system, which produces 32 to 39 kilowatt hours per day. That's $100 a month or $20,140 if you buy it. Finally, for a 3,000 square foot system, you're looking at 11.4 kilowatts, and that will produce 48 to 58 kilowatt hours per day, which is $150 a month. And if you were to buy it outright, that would cost you $30,210. Now, there is a U.S. federal incentive that you can get 30% back if you buy it outright. It doesn't look like that applies if you're just renting the system. We don't know what it costs Tesla to install these systems. So I'm guessing, just guess, it's a little less than half the price of the system for what they sell it for. So that includes installation and sales, transportation and all that stuff. So the smallest system is about $10,000. My uneducated guess is that it costs less than $5,000 to install. It'll take a while for Tesla to recoup their money if you're looking at the month-to-month plan. In the short term, this only makes sense to me if Tesla is doing something like they can use these rental agreements to sell carbon credits, carbon offsets to other companies or something similar to that. For Tesla, this is a lot of upfront cost and it's risky. On the consumer side, it's it's a pretty low barrier to entry for most people. And, you know, when you're thinking about canceling, it's easier to pay the 50 or $150 a month than it is to pay the $1,500 fee that Tesla is going to charge you to remove the system. Now, to be fair, I don't think $1,500 is unreasonable. I think Tesla charged us $1,000 to move our, the solar panels from one house to another house. It took them one day to remove the panels and the inverters from the old house. And then it took about a day and a half for them to install them on my new house. And then several site visits later, because, you know, government stuff, and they were finally turned on. So I think $1,000 was their cost. So $1,500 is pretty close to cost on this. I think that's a fair price. And it's fair for Tesla to charge that. I'm sure we'll find out more on this at Tesla's next earnings call, or I hope we do. So this isn't really a story so much as a question. A lot of people are suggesting that Tesla might get into the mining business. Here are my thoughts on that. 
And then I, once I give you my thoughts, I would like to hear your thoughts. First, the EV industry is heating up and rare earth materials will become more difficult to secure going forward. You got to buy that stuff up years in advance. Tesla needs to make sure whoever is they're sourcing their materials from is using fair labor practices. They need to make sure they're not using child labor. Just look at the PR disaster that Apple was in a few years ago. Now, they've managed that very well. But even still, if you're a company that's built on making the world a better place and you're using contractors that use, you know, substandard labor practices, you are not making the world a better place in that case. You know, there's two parts to this. The what does it look like to the outside that we're using this company that treats their employees like dirt? And then there's the other side that, you know, as a person with feelings and a heart, do you want to be rewarding that kind of behavior? I don't. And I don't want to buy from a company that's rewarding that kind of behavior. So I want to make sure that, you know, they're sourced responsibly and the labor folks are all taken care of and paid well and not mistreated because that's that's important to me. And my last little bit here is Tesla owning its own mining operations doesn't necessarily it doesn't, you know, preclude them from buying, you know, materials from other companies if supply becomes an issue. In the past, Elon's talked about sourcing other battery cells instead of Panasonic when they were building power packs because they just couldn't get enough power packs from from Panasonic. Well, those are my thoughts. If you have thoughts, email me Bodie B O D I D at nine one eight digital dot com. I'd really appreciate it. And this concludes the regular program. If you're a Patreon supporter, make sure to check your Patreon feed for the extended version. And you can even take a link that's in your Patreon page and you can copy it and you can put that into your podcast player and then you'll get the Patreon feed automatically right to your podcast player, whatever you use. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the show. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's uh, it's at 918digital. I don't really tweet a lot, but I do keep my DMs open if you want to contact me. And then always you can contact me through email. I hope everybody has a wonderful week and I will talk to you on Friday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.